Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're talking about when you're watching Barbie. I gotta say, dude, this was part two of the Barbenheimer experience. And can I just say, what a beautifully done job that they did with this. I mean, these two movies, I wanted to watch these two movies. That's the thing. These two movies were, I mean, you just want to watch these movies. I mean, they're both filmed by great directors. They both are so vastly different. The contrast is so fun and so cool. You know, that's that's the thing about it. It's what's so interesting and what's so fun. So, <clears throat> this movie, man, this movie was so sweet. Uh, let, let me just start off by saying that spoilers for this movie. If you haven't watched it, go watch it in theaters. Um, probably should have said that for like the last couple of podcasts. But you know, it, it is what it is. Anyways, dude, this movie was so sweet. It's really, um, it's a really kind and soft-hearted movie. It's got a, it's got a good heart to it. And obviously with women as the, as the center of it and they're you know they they touch on uh on men you know obviously with with ken and there's been some controversy about it It, it, it's ridiculous it's you know it makes absolutely no sense if you watch that movie and you feel uh any kind of way about it you know but that's just me and my myself but let's start off with the beginning of the movie so it opens up and i was you know, I was expecting fun. I was expecting fun throughout the whole movie, but it became a lot more warm. It became a lot more soft. It 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 kind of just like it's like a it's like a what's it called? A pillow. What are those? A sleeping bag? No, no. When uh. Beanbag cushions. It's like a beanbag cushion. Once you sit on it and then you just sink more and more into it. It's so soft. It's so nice. So it, it was like that. But as soon as it opens, it gets you right into the perfect day. It opens up and we just get thrown into the Barbie world. We get to see what Barbie's life is like. We got the narrator. We got the song. We got everybody going. And we just see her being perfect and pretty and just like having the best time ever. She wakes up perfect she brushes her teeth showers she gets dressed like just like that you know all in a in a blink of an eye she eats breakfast perfect she does this you know she does everything awesome you know everything kind of like man it's so simple for her to wake up and do all of these things and she does it so beautifully that it's almost you know in comparison to what I do and how I wake up it's not at all you know, relevant doesn't, you know, there's no comparison there. She's obviously winning. And you just see this like fun world. She, she gets to explore every single day. She has so many friends Her all of her neighbors are right there. Like that's the thing too, is that like just a, a little, not, I'm not saying like totally jealous, but I am saying that like, it's, they have a community there of like all of the Barbies and, you know, I don't, you know, nobody really thinks about the Kens, but I'm just thinking for myself, like just that have that community of people around you all in your neighborhood that all kind of experience the same day or, you know, have a, a great life. They're all enthusiastic about what they do. They're all happy about what they do, who they are and uh, what they get to accomplish every day. So there's President Barbie, there's 
Dr. Barbie, Lawyer Barbie, there's, uh, you know, Activist Bar, you know, there's all those different Barbies, right? And I just, the, the perfect world of it all is just that, like, it's just a bunch of support, it's all smiles, it's all good times, it's all, it's all about, well, I'm not gonna say it's all about, but it's just like, Imagine having such a a happy-go-lucky lifestyle where it's just they can proudly identify themselves and be proud of it. You know what I mean? It just it, it just feels nice to to be a part of a community that where everybody knows each other, everybody understands each other's profession, and they're all like not worried about what does it cost? You know what I mean? Like when you see President Barbie and you see Dr. Barbie, Lawyer Barbie, or you might see a veterinarian Barbie, you know, like all of the different Barbies, like none of them are like looking at each other and thinking about how much do they make? Oh, they're obviously way higher on the scale. It's like, no, they're all equal and they all see each other that way. And it's just kind of, it's nice to see. But anyways, enough about, enough about that. Uh, they live in this perfect world. She gets in her little car. She drives around the town. She has fun. She talks to all her friends. And then she throws a big dance party. Big dance party at the end. With everybody together. Everybody choreographed. And dude, I wish they had more choreography scenes. I wish they had more dancing in the in the movie. I think it was a lot of fun. And um, it definitely livened up my mood when I watched the movie. Um, I'm a little... It sucks that there wasn't more dancing, you know, is all I'm trying to say. I wish I, there could have been a lot more of the, the good times, I think, at the beginning of the movie. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> and so we just kind of get the, the fun times rolling. It's all going down. We kind of see that her romance status is kind of, well, we know what Ken likes. You know, we know he's, he's he likes Barbie, but... Barbie doesn't kind of feel the same way about him and it, and they make that clear pretty early on on her perfect day. She's just kind of like, what's going on here? Like, what, us together? I don't get it. When in reality, I don't know. I don't know if... I mean, she still had a perfect day and she still got to hang out with the rest of her girls on girls' night. So, it wasn't too bad. I guess it was just kind of like an awkward awkward period there where it's just like um they try to throw in romance but it just doesn't it doesn't work for barbie i'm trying to say and so they kind of keep it minimal but they kind of like steer it in that direction but anyways outside of that the life of barbie comes to you know her perfect day the, her perfect world, what she's been experiencing her whole life, essentially, um, comes down to a crashing, or not not a crashing, but, I mean, she essentially, um, well, essentially the next day, her second day that we get to see is... Not so perfect. It's not the it's not the glamorous life that we've come to. Oh, dude, there was no I I, I don't uh, there was rarely as much shopping as I thought there were going to be. I thought there would be plenty of shopping, um, because they do steal clothes. Like that's a like that's a like, that's what they do in the movie. They steal clothes and they 
break out of jail and stuff like there's there's all kinds of problems there but what i'm trying to say is that i wanted more moments of like perfect barbie life is all i'm saying um but it wasn't you know i you get the idea after that one day so anyways she wakes up on her second day and uh things start to go a little i mean you know those little things just start to miss a little bit like uh well, she puts like toast in the in the toaster, right? She did on her first day, and then it pops out all golden brown and beautiful, and like she puts like a little bit of butter on it, like perfect spread. She puts it in the toaster this day. It comes out burnt. She wakes up with morning breath. She has uh, she's all tired and uh, messed up, and she's just kind of like, Ugh. you know what I mean? She's just kind of groggy and just not feeling it. I think the water comes out uh, cold. I don't know if it. I don't. I don't know if it was cold or, or hot. Or what they were trying to like show off, and um, her perfect day just kind of like doesn't. It's not the same anymore. She kind of, you know, something changed. A big change happened, and it just feels like. It just feels like she's really off. She's off her game. And she's going through the dance because she throws that big party again. And she's like, you guys ever, you know, think about death, about how death is inevitable? And then everybody just kind of stops, looks at her all weird. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, no. They're just kind of like, what are you talking about? Like, nobody thinks about that here in Barbie land. We're all perfect. You know, why would we think about nobody's going to die? What are you talking about? And it becomes, like, very essential that, like, they don't talk about the about real world issues. They don't talk about any of that stuff. It's all perfect for them, you know. It's all. I mean, there's no. How should I say it? I mean, there's problems, but there's not. If that makes sense, like, I guess, I guess for them, everything's just you know, perfect for them, right? Uh, there, there's no war in Barbie land, right? Nobody's fighting each other uh, yet. But all I'm trying to say is that, yeah, she just turns into a weird Barbie. And that's where we get to the next part. Weird Barbie. So when I saw Kate McKinnon, I ain't gonna lie. I was, you know, whatever I think of her comedy is just, I mean, she's funny. She, she has some funny moments. I just think that when I saw her on stage, I kind of had an idea of like, oh no, but I had to stay neutral. I stayed neutral and I was just like, okay, where are they going? Where are they going with this? You know, let's, let's figure it out. And she did a good job. I thought she did really good as weird Barbie. Um, I don't know if she can actually do the splits. I, I, I think they put in a double for it or something. Otherwise, that's awesome. If she really did do the the, the splits like that, but I I I doubt it. I don't know how they how they did it so that way it looks like she does it, but she doesn't actually do it. You know what I mean? Anyways, <clears throat> so Barbie Margot Robbie goes to Weird Barbie and is just like, "Yo, uh, you got to go into the real world." And talk to whoever's playing with you. Like the little girl that is 
playing with your Barbie, you and you here. So once you go over there, you talk to them, they're going to fix you up and you can come back here and you'll be awesome again. And so she's like, um, she tries to make uh, Barbie choose, which is like so absurd because Barbie chooses right. Like she chooses, just take me back to my old life. Why do I want to go on this crazy, weird journey when I can just live a my normal, happy life? Like, you know, the Matrix doesn't matter to her. Like, what does any of that matter? Just give me back my perfect life. So... She makes the journey to the real world and she doesn't go alone, but we'll get there. She goes into the journey into the real world and because she's going into, she's going into the real world, um, she has to go through like this obscure journey. I forget what it was. It was like, she has to go in a boat, then she gets on a spaceship, then she gets in a RV camping truck, then she gets on some other thing, whatever. So, the main plot of it is, Barbie is acting more and more human. She's not this perfect plastic doll anymore that we have all grown up thinking of her as. She is now this Barbie human who is going to be a regular person. And she doesn't want that. She wants her perfect life back. So, she comes into the real world. And she has to figure it out. So, eventually, uh, not eventually, Ken decides to tag along. He's like, I'm going to go into the real world with Barbie because I love Barbie and I want to be with Barbie and I want to prove other Ken wrong uh, because Barbie obviously wants to be with me and I want to be with Barbie, so we'll do it together. And they end up not doing it together. They end up like separated like pretty early on in the in their journey, but whatever. They get over there. And what do we find out? What do we find out? They are completely different from the outside world. Uh, Barbie has no idea of what real women go through with and and then she experiences she experiences harassment she experiences catcalling she experiences uh the the anxiety of having people stare at you she is you know assaulted really she goes to jail she steals clothes and there was like a shopping scene but it was less about them finding and picking out clothes and more of like them just Okay, we went shopping and now we have these outfits. You know what I mean? But anyways. Then Barbie is kind of sitting trying to trying to find this little girl who she is looking for. And we get a beautiful moment with her and this old lady on a park bench. And then Ken runs off and he finds the patriarchy. He finds, you know, a bunch of Essentially, all, all he does is he looks at pictures of Sylvester Stallone as Rocky. And, you know, his whole world has changed. He figures out that men are in charge and, you know, it just becomes this whole whole thing where his eyes are open to this new world where he is empowered. And he decides that he shouldn't be the only one to know about this. So he does what any 
any man who gains knowledge does, and he goes to spread the knowledge back in his world. So he leaves Barbie. He leaves Barbie in the real world to figure her own problems out, and he's going back to Barbie land to tell his fellow Kens about what he just found out. And it's during this time, well, let's just, you know, well, hold on, hold on. During when Ken was looking around, Barbie found the girl, found the little girl. And it's like, it's this teenage, not, I mean, it could have been, she's like in middle school. I don't know if it's middle school or high school, but she's like in middle school or high school. And she's just like this, I don't want to say weird. She's just, I mean, she's just a normal teenager. She's just kind of outgrew some of those childish things, I guess, that that age you know she's she's different you know what i mean that's 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 the best way i'll put it and um margo tries to talk to her at her school and it just ends up being like uh it ends up just her belittling barbie and everything that she thinks she stands for and it's actually pretty sad when you see that like she's not what she thinks and people perceive her not in a good way. People don't look at her and are inspired anymore. Or think of her as like this thing. She's like, um, like a historical figure of like you are what's wrong with what women have gone through all these years, kind of a thing. So essentially, she kind of like cries about it, and then Mattel, the big bosses or whatever, try to find Barbie and stop her or whatnot. And they do, and then they do this whole, like, chase sequence, blah, 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 blah. You know, they, they do the whole thing. They try to stop Barbie. They get Barbie. They run away. And uh, the little girl who she went to talk to, her mom works at the company. And we see, and we obviously see that she's the one, um, she's the one that Barbie should be talking to. Because she's the one that changed Barbie. She gave her the, uh you know, imminent death Barbie or like uh, talk, thinking about death um, Barbie. She made her have cellulite. She made her feet touch the ground. Like the, the whole thing, right? So eventually Barbie escapes Mattel and all of the men who own the company and they drive away and Barbie is kind of like figuring out, oh my gosh, you were the one who did the thing. So come back to Barbie land with me and make me cool again, essentially. And the mom is like, okay, cool. And the little girl is like, oh my gosh, no. So they go back to Barbie land and, uh, well, everything has changed. The kingdom exists now and the kingdom is what Ken calls his new kingdom. He has completely changed everything. He has brainwashed and manipulated all of these women into doing whatever him and the other Kens say. And it becomes a whole problem with just these women blindly, obediently, you know, it's just doing whatever they tell them to do. And it just, it doesn't work out for them. So Barbie feels defeated by Ken. Uh, she loses her house to Ken. She loses everything. And she decides to cry about it. And the mom is kind of like, all right, well, 
sucks to suck. Let's get out of here. And so she and her daughter are starting to leave. And that's when Alan comes through. And Alan is like, listen, I got to get out of here too, all right? I can't take these Kens. I got I to gotta leave. So Alan lays down the law. And he starts whooping ass. That guy, ooh, that dude, I thought it was so funny seeing Michael Sarah fight, bro. He was just kicking ass. It was so funny. So he he whips some ass and then he assumes that they're all gonna leave. But the mother and daughter have like a heart to heart and they talk it out. And then they go back. They return to Barbie land and they come up with the, a plan to get Barbie and they go to weird Barbie and they go like, How do we knock him out of it? And they and the mom lays down this speech about just the difficulties, some of the difficulties of being a woman. And it becomes uh, this big speech about what people expect from them and who they're supposed to be. And it becomes this whole whole monologue that she does really well. I can't remember all of it, but anyways, in doing that, it breaks the other Barbies out. It breaks up all the other Barbies out of whatever it is that they're uh, brainwashed in. So now it's Barbies versus Ken. And it's all about breaking them out of it. And eventually we see the Barbies break out of it. And then slowly and slowly, you know, as they break out of more and more and more, they band together and they decide the best way to do it is to turn the Kens against each other. And by turning the Kens against each other, we win, essentially, in the long run. So, it's about taking Kendom back into Barbie land. And we see the Kens fight. We see the Kens dance. It's just so much fun. It was so much fun watching the Ken. We get the... Um, I'm just Ken song, which was a lot of fun as well. And so eventually we find the Barbie world and the real world colliding into this mesh of like the real world problems coming into Barbie land and like can Barbie land handle real world problems? Can can they mesh together? And what they realize is that yes and no, it's all about what you, you know, choose and how you come to terms with who you are. It's how you find yourself. So Barbie World goes back to the Barbies. And the Kens get like... Uh, well, they get like some sort of official power, but not really. Um, they say... they they say it's like the exact same as women have power and control in this country uh in america essentially and i was like okay cool you know that's you, you gotta you know it is what it is um but what i'm trying to say here is that there's a moment in the movie where Barbie is trying to figure out, well, where's my happy ending? Like everybody, you know, she got her house back, she got everything, but she still feels kind of misplaced. She still kind of feels a little out of it. And that's when she sees the the woman who who made Barbie, who founded Barbie, who created the doll or the uh, the figure. And they go on a walk. And during this walk, 
they kind of enter this out other otherworldly plane, and Barbie just. I mean, as soon as Billie Eilish starts singing, you 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 can't help but choke up. Like that song is so beautiful, but in that particular moment, after seeing everything that she's kind of went through, there's kind of this moment of just like there's a there's a sweetness and a sadness but a a very very real beauty in being a little girl and being a little kid and growing up and being whatever you want to be and having so much ahead of you and so much behind you and experience and it just it all comes rushing to her she sees it a little bit she kind of sees um I don't know if I don't know exactly the footage that she's looking at um it could be footage of the I don't know actual daughter of a Barbie of the the woman who had the Barbie or just like of random kids or whatever I, I think I think it was just like random kids that she was looking at random little girls but it was just kind of looking at that and you just kind of think about yourself and everything that you've kind of lived in sort of deal so what is all this you know what is this whole movie exactly trying to point out to people well it was kind of just about self-discovery I think and it was really about appreciating yourself more um, and stop letting other people's ideas control you like Ken does he brings his ideas and it completely changes the women and it's not until other women come along and snap them out of it and show them a different way or tell them some some truth it tells them something outside of them you know what I mean so it just makes us look at who we are and what do we want because they try to make because when I was talking about Ken and Barbie, like they tried to throw in romance, but we see that Barbie doesn't really want romance with Ken. So what does she want? Well, she just wants to be Barbie. She just wants to be happy. She wants to live a, a life where she helps people, where she gets to have all of her friends, where she gets to, to dance, but it's just not going to be perfect plastic Barbie it's going to be a real human kind of Barbie thing and that that was that was really sweet to think about and to see throughout the movie this kind of love for for Barbies and for you know everybody um so yeah I thought I thought the movie was really sweet and I left it feeling good. I, I, I once, you know, I was expecting to leave like kind of, um, what is it? Kind of hype or excited or like kind of like in a fun mood. Instead, it just made me feel nice. If it, it, it leaves you with like a, that was a really kind and nice movie. It wasn't like a 
it wasn't like a movie where, you know, you watch like an action movie and then immediately you're like, oh, I want to fight people now or I want to I want to beat up people, you know. It's more of like a satisfyingly sweet and kind and nice in a different way. So that was Barbie. And I thought it was a great, I thought it was fun. I thought it was a nice movie. Very sweet. And what else was there? Well, they they end the movie with her going to her, um, well, it doesn't really matter, but she she ends the movie and she's like, I'm going to go see my, I think it was the gynecologist. She was, I'm going to go see him. And, uh, or the doctor or whoever. And then it ends with the Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice Barbie, Barbie girl song. And I was just kind of like, that was a, that was a fun, that was a, you know, I was expecting to hear the song throughout the movie or like in different places of the movie. But I, I, I just thought it was a little weird. It came out at the end, but it was fun. It was very fun. And, um, Yeah. If there's a sequel of it, I would go see it. I just don't know. I just, I mean, they could go anywhere with it, really. But anyways, that was Barbie. A fun, sweet, nice movie. And you should definitely go watch it if you haven't watched it yet. And other than that, I don't know. I don't know what the next Barbenheimer will be. But I can only imagine the amount of people that are trying to to make that happen again. And it won't happen unless we say it'll happen. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Go watch Barbie, all right? Go watch it, all right? If you haven't watched it, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Why did you listen to this podcast if you haven't watched the movie yet? But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys all next time. Thank you.